everyone and welcome to episode three of Mothering Anxiety. Today's episode is anxiety during a pandemic. Now, let's be real, this episode probably would never exist had it not been for, you know, the current pandemic that we're living through right now. I have had a few people just message me and, you know, just be like, how do you do it? Like, how do you keep your anxiety at ease with so much uncertainty going on, with so much craziness, so much, you know, chaos? Like, how do you keep yourself just okay? So let me just start off by saying that when the lockdowns first hit back in March, I was terrified. Like, I was so scared. I had a million thoughts running through my head. I was just like, oh my goodness, how bad is this that we have to stay home? Like, my brain just couldn't comprehend what it was that was going on at the time. And during the first two weeks of being on lockdown, we actually had my grandpa and my uncle living here with us. Um, and that was because, so they shut down like a Saturday or Sunday night. And my husband was like, okay, we need to go get your grandpa. We need to go get your uncle because... Like, he just knew that they weren't prepared, you know? Like, they didn't have enough water or toilet paper, because <laughs> apparently that's all what we need uh, during a pandemic. But we just we just knew that they just were not going to be prepared. And, you know, my uncle doesn't drive, and so my grandpa would have to have been the one to have driven him everywhere to go get stuff. So I didn't want my grandpa out during this thing. Even if he stayed in the car, like, I just knew that things were just crazy at the stores. So I didn't want him out, and... My husband was like, okay, let's just go pick them up and let's bring them to our homes. We have more than enough stuff here so that way we can take care of them and we can know that they're safe. So those first two weeks, my anxiety was through the roof. Not only because like, you know, my daily schedule had kind of been, you know, trampled a little bit. Um, Also because I felt like I had to keep my uncle and my grandpa entertained more so than my own toddler, you know, and... You know, I had to cook breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And and don't get me wrong, like, I feed Logan, but it's just, it's different when you're cooking for someone else. Um, Also, my husband is an essential worker, so he's never had to stop working this entire time. And, like, he would come home, and I would have him take off his shoes. I would have him take take off all of his clothes, throw it in the washer. I'd have him shower. I would, like, Lysol the crap out of his shoes, out of his keys. I would Lysol the crap out of my doorknob, which I actually even ended up, like, chipping the paint on my door, um, which now I've painted. But back then, like, it was just, it, like, turned yellow. It was really gross. Um, But, yeah. I also never left my house, like, never. If we needed something, you know, from the grocery store, my husband would be the one to go pick it up after he got off work, but I never left my house. I just, I refused to go out. I didn't want to know what was going on in the stores. Like, in my mind, I thought apocalypse. (laughs) I thought, like, you know, things burning and people running and, like, you know, all this crazy chaos. Like, that what was what was going on outside in my mind so I was like okay I'm gonna stay home where we're safe where none of us can get sick and where we can just make sure that we're in control of everything so I first heard about the coronavirus from my husband it was like 
sometime in January and he was like, hey, you know, be careful when you go to Disneyland with Logan because there's a virus that's in China and like it's getting pretty bad. And I was like, okay, you know, Um, and like we did a little bit of research and, you know, the information that was out at the time was that, you know, it was just kind of like the flu. Um, or that at that time, the flu was a lot worse than the coronavirus. So, you know, we decided that as a family, it was okay for me to continue to take Logan to Disneyland. As months went on, you know, you started to realize that there was more cases. And then it started to come to the U.S. It, you know, it spread around to different countries. Um, and I was a little bit more aware of it and kind of more aware of how to protect Logan for the most part um so you know I would I was still taking her to Disneyland but you know I would wipe everything down and constantly clean her hands and all that stuff and not that I didn't do that before but like this time around I was doing it more consciously and then you just started to hear about how worse it was getting um and things started to shut down the moment that Disneyland shut down that's when I realized oh shit like this is serious and excuse my language but that's literally what ran through my head i was like if something like this if something like disneyland is shutting down then it has to be something horrible that's going on and honestly probably up until like a month ago maybe two months um my anxiety levels were like through the roof because of just like not knowing our future, you know, and it just seems like it was never going to end. And it still hasn't ended, you know, but it just felt like, you know, it was like Groundhog Day every day, you know, it was just like the same thing over and over again. And I'm an introvert, you know, I love being home, but I also like to go out. And what I mean by going out is, I don't like to socialize with people, but I just like to be out in a different environment and like getting fresh air and stuff. So for me, just like not being able to go out kind of started to trigger a little bit more of my anxiety. So the one thing that I did since the beginning, and I still do it now, I don't watch the news. Just watching the news and, you know, like they would have all the numbers on the bottom, you know, like cases in the U.S., deaths in the U.S., like that would just trigger my anxiety so bad. So I would just avoid watching the news at all cost. I would also avoid going on Facebook. Um, I don't know about anyone else's Facebook friends, but my Facebook friends are very opinionated. Um, so there was like a ton of people who would you know, throw all these articles out. Um, and to be honest, like, I never knew if these articles were reliable sources or anything, but it, they would just throw all these articles out and then, you know, write their own captions like, this is what's going on, or this is why this is happening, and blah, blah, blah. And I just, I couldn't. Um, if I'm going to get information, I'm going to get information from a reliable source. So if I wanted to see something, I would look up the CDC website um, or the WHO website just to make sure that I was kept up to date with enough information, but not too much information to the point where it would drive me nuts. And now things have 
started to, I don't want to say slow down, but things have started to um, open up, I guess. Um, So I'm in California. So the state of California started to open up like mid-June or so. And then it closed back up, but it only closed up like certain things, not everything. So there are still some things out there that you're, you can still do. Um, so I went out when things opened up. Um, it was my husband's birthday. And so we decided to take him out to dinner. It was just me, him and Logan. And I know that there's probably some people that are like, what, you know, and it's frowned upon, but Here's the thing that I do want to say. Be respectful of each other. We are all trying our hardest to comprehend what's going on and to kind of live with what's going on. So we need to learn to be respectful. I know that being cooped up at home for months is not ideal. And I know that those of us that suffer with mental health illness it took a toll on us. And even those that don't deal with a mental health illness, it took a toll on them too. No one is meant to be locked up at home for months at a time. And you know, just based on the bullying and the judgment that's being thrown out there for, you know, people deciding to do what's best for them, you can obviously tell that, you know, people being at home made everyone stir crazy. And like, you know, that's okay. But you need to realize that people know what's best for them and what's best for their family. And what's best for them might not be what's best for you. And that's okay. That is 100% okay. You are allowed to do whatever it is that you want to do as they are allowed to do whatever it is that they feel is best. And I also don't mean like, you know, go out and party and don't wear a mask and don't social distance and that kind of stuff. But I mean, like, if that's what you want to do, then kudos to you. You know, I I hope and pray that you stay safe. Um, but I mean, like, those who decide that they want to go eat at a restaurant or, you know, for me, like, downtown Disney opened and I said I wasn't going to go, but... You know, after kind of seeing people's stories and stuff, I realized that it it was comfortable for me to go. So I went, and I've gone twice so far. Um, and both times, I've felt safe. And I felt actually safer than if I were to take Logan to a grocery store, to be quite honest, you know. But that is what I feel as a mother is best for me and my child. Maybe it's not what's best for you and your child, but that's okay You know, just know that I'm doing it because I know what I need for my mental health and what my daughter needs for her mental health. So please just learn to be respectful of one another, whatever it is that they decide that they want to do and don't want to do. There's enough hate. (laughs) There's enough craziness in this world. We don't need to take this time to tear each other apart. So on my Instagram... I decided to ask people to share with me one thing that they've learned to appreciate during lockdown. And the reason why I did this was because we can't change the situation that we're in. You know, this is unfortunately our reality right now. So we can either learn to hate it or we can learn to embrace it. 
So I wanted people to just kind of reflect and to realize the things that they've learned and the things that they've learned to appreciate during this time. Um, you know, life gets really busy and really hectic. And sometimes we do tend to just kind of forget to appreciate the little things. So I know that being on lockdown has helped me learn to appreciate a few things. So I wanted to go ahead and just ask a few people and see what they've learned during this time. So I kind of made like a little poll for myself. Um, and these few things popped up the most. Um, first one being time. That people have learned to appreciate time. I know for me, I've definitely learned to appreciate time. Simply because time is not certain. You know, back in January, I never would have thought that time would be taken away from me. You know, that some memories that I would have made with Logan at Disneyland, for example. Or, you know, birthdays that we've missed that we weren't able to spend with our loved ones. Um, even like, you know, my, my grandma was in the hospital for a part of this and I wasn't able to spend time with her, you know? So I've learned to appreciate time as well because time is not ours and time can be taken away from us at any given point, as we now know during this pandemic. Another common answer was taking better care of themselves. I have definitely learned how to take even better care of myself, um, how to give myself better self-care, which was something that I never used to do before. Um, you know, being at home and stuck here 24-7, and especially being a mom, like, it, it gets crazy, and you need to find that time to give yourself self-care. And even if you're not a mom, just like in general, even if you're just, you know, working from home or anything, you need to learn how to take better care of yourself. For me, um, I started this podcast. <laughs> um, no, but I've learned to just give myself a break. And that means even sometimes, and I don't like admitting to it, but sometimes I just need that mental break. I will go in my bedroom. I will close the doors. I will give Logan an iPad and I will just kind of sit there and maybe even take like a quick 20 minute nap while she's in there with me. But sometimes that's just what I need. Sometimes I just need like that mental break and that's what I do. So learning to take better care of yourself is definitely something that we can all appreciate during this pandemic. Okay, and this one's probably my favorite one. Um, they've learned to appreciate to control their thinking. I can totally relate to this. Um, I'm an overthinker, like, and I want to say that most of us that deal with anxiety, eh, we're all probably overthinkers too, but being at home has given me way too much time to think and way too much time to think of super irrational scenarios. Um, so learning to just kind of calm down and relax and not let those think those thoughts consume you, I can definitely admit to uh, learning to appreciate being able to just kind of control those thoughts and kind of giving me that time to be like hey it's okay relax like you're fine everything's gonna be okay 
So I started researching a few healthy ways um, to kind of cope with stress. And one thing that I found interesting, and I actually got this from the CDC website, was taking breaks from watching, reading, or listening to the news. I did that from day one. Um, But it's definitely something that, you know, we all kind of need a break from, from time to time. Uh, There's always so much information thrown out to you on the news. Just take a break. Just relax, even if you don't listen to it for a few days. Um, If something drastic were to happen or like a drastic change were to happen, you would probably know. You know, nowadays we have social media and lots of people like to share information on social media too. So I'm sure you'll hear from it somehow. And even if you personally don't see it or read it, I'm sure a family member or someone is going to let you know what's going on. So for you and for your own mental health, just take a break from watching and reading and listening to the news. Another thing the CDC recommends is taking care of your body. I love to work out, although I'll admit that I haven't been doing much of that lately. And I can feel it. I can feel my body just tired um, and just drained. I need to just kind of constantly keep moving. But some ways that you can take care of your body is making sure that you're eating right. Um, You know, some light exercise, maybe some stretching or some meditating. There's actually great videos that you can find on YouTube um, that can help you with this. And then also sleep. Make sure that you are sleeping. Sleeping is so, so important for health. You know, like your physical health and your mental health. We need to make sure that we get some rest and we sleep. Also, make sure that you take advantage of the technology that's available to us. We can very easily FaceTime or, you know, make a Zoom call to family so that we're still able to see them even if we can't physically see them. Um, I know that one way we communicated with my grandma was through FaceTime with her, and that seemed to help my grandpa at least, and it obviously helped her as well. So, you know, take advantage of the technology that we do have. It's so easy to just stay connected nowadays. So make sure that you stay connected to your loved ones um, because that can definitely help your mental health as well. I hope that you took something from this episode. Um, I was a little scared to do this one and I didn't really know like what direction I wanted to go in because it's not like I've ever dealt with anxiety during a pandemic before, you know, Uh, but I have dealt with anxiety during, you know, scary times and uncertain times. So I kind of just took a little bit of what I did then and kind of turned it around and put it as to what I'm doing right now. And finally, to wrap things up, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to episode three of Mothering Anxiety. Next week's episode is going to be anxiety as a mother. Till this day, I still don't really know if I suffered from postpartum anxiety. Um, because every time I would do something, people would just be like, oh, it's, it's because you're a first-time mom. But there's, there's definitely a level of being a first-time mom and being a mom with anxiety. So I'm going to go ahead and talk about the things that I used to do that were definitely anxiety-based. 
Um, and then just kind of what I did to make sure that my anxiety was at ease while I was trying to be a mother. And with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to episode three again. And don't forget to live your life, love your life, and love your anxiety.